right, it is that time once again. Let's hit the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish. I am merely Brad Powers. We have our producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips, alongside with us here. It will be a hot and heavy show here. We're going to do it rapid fire in about 25, 30 minutes. Uh, Kanish has a hard out. So what will we talk about today? We'll hit some win totals, Power 5. Uh, they're out of three, four different books. I won't go too heavy. Keep in mind, guys, we've got all summer, so... I'm not going to, there's still, you know, condition myself still want to get down specifically not going to talk group of five yet until that market opens up a little bit more. It's available at one book. So I will talk win totals. We'll talk spring game reactions. I did watch 61 spring games before I get into anything. And we will talk about Kanish's hot streak on the ice as well. Before I get into anything, anything about that, let's pay the bills. Bet, uh, Hit the books. Part of the Hammer Betting Network is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app/hitthebooks. Or you can hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it helps support the show. Kanish, long time no talk. Haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, buddy. How's it been uh, other than cashing some tickets on, on the ice? I know, a little week off there. And uh, it's good to finally, finally we're starting to see the little markets trickle out here. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, within the next probably uh, month or so, it'll really start to ramp up. So, uh yeah, and Steve in the chat there, bet stamp. We will get Johnny and uh, the bums over there on it if they can get some uh, regular season wins and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. If it's, uh, let me tell you something. As soon as we get off this call, I'm, I'm gonna give Johnny an earful on that. Uh, anytime I can, you know, give them a chance to eat crow. But yeah, I'm excited with the start stuff starting to drop. Uh, as you said, we play some game of years. We got some more win totals coming up. Uh, excited to see the. The group of five conference futures uh, at some point that yeah. uh, I, w- I would I would not want to be the man having to put those out, but uh, hopefully we can take advantage. Yeah, I mean conference realignment. Uh, obviously, Big Twelve, American Conference USA. You know, the, the, I, from what I've seen, I don't think they have a necessarily a good handle on it. So uh, we'll talk about it at length throughout the course of summer. Keep in mind, guys, we've got three months to take advantage. There will be some opportunities, at least in my opinion. Uh, with a bunch, you know, 12, 14 teams with some realignment here. Uh, let's let's talk though quickly. Ice, you gave out, if I remember, a series price, right? Florida plus one fifty five. That's a winner, right? That's a, it's a, a shame uh, for our friends in Toronto that that one uh, had to cash for us. So Florida was a winner, and we got Kraken. Uh, you know, going tonight for all the marbles. They're, they're kind of a, a significant dog tonight, so. Hope for an upset there to catch that one. Um, and our, my, my oil cans, uh, you know, f- failed me last night. So hopefully for the show, we can get the two plus money winners on here with uh, Kraken coming through for us tonight. I actually went to a playoff hockey game over the weekend. Friday night, I went to the uh, Vegas School Knights game. Uh, playoff hockey's pretty good. Got to see Connor McDavid. I have no idea about any hockey, but you could tell uh, just from an athlete, athletic perspective. The guy is just a little bit different than anybody else on the ice. So that's all I can say about the ice. I, I barely know what icing is. So I, I apologize to our bosses, the Canadians. I am not uh, a, a hockey guy. But kudos to you, Kanish, for getting some wins there uh, for, for the listeners and the audience here. 
Let's talk, uh, you know, I'm going to wrap up uh, a few thoughts on uh, as far as spring games go. I did watch 61 of them this uh, year. Uh, record for me, I'm guessing I, you know, I jokingly tweeted it was a world record. Uh, I'm guessing no one's watched that many, but, you know, some thoughts. Uh, I got one. This is pretty abstract. I'm not sure how more often I'm going to be able to, you know, watch 61 spring games because I'm guessing that some coaches might not want their spring game televised anymore because especially uh i'm not That's saying the georgias point. of the world but i'm talking specifically you know the iowa states kansas states you know some lower level power five programs where if a guy really stands out in the spring spring game a la that colorado wide receiver uh you know his value as far as nil and transfer portal is going to go through the roof and any team that has a a need at a certain position they're scouting that spring game they see a guy performing I'm guessing we're going to see less spring games televised. So I'm not sure how long that advantage or at least edge that I perceive to have, uh, how long that's going to, you know, last. What's your thoughts on that? Connection? No, that's a, that's a great point you bring up. Uh, Cause I know a lot of teams are, you know, the new spring game is you're going shopping. Uh, Bruce Feldman has an article the other day on the athletic about all the, the, the massive tampering that just goes yeah. on all, all the time now in college football uh, and agencies are involved. Uh, these collectives are involved. Uh, you know, an agent has, uh, you know, part of the article was like on these, you know, on a lot of these professional deals, there's a certain like rake. They can't go above like 3% in that. On these NIL deals, it, it's unlimited. So if you're an agent, you're going in and feasting. And if you can get, I mean, you go in the spring game, you're on a, you're on a, you know, a mediocre team. You can show out and then put yourself in the portal. Yep. And I'm going to the highest bidder, baby. I'm going to the market and, and seeing who, you know, we talked Keon Coleman last. He didn't play, but he, I mean, these guys and as athlete, you're you're just leveraging your opportunity now. Uh, so it is a totally different world, man. I I, I can't I see. I think even if they're going to be televised, you're going to see like no starters going in. Like next, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the spring game. Like I, I would say, everyone, thanks for coming out. But uh, I'm playing the twos. I'm playing the threes, and uh, I'm not even dressing a lot of our guys, uh, especially anyone that might be on the fence in terms of a position battle. So. Yeah, it, it it's a new world, uh, my friend. That uh, is is changing rapidly. Uh, let's get to a couple uh, quick comments in, in the chat. Uh, Brad, uh, this is from Steve W. Can you speak in general when Vegas opens up win totals? I mean, Caesars Willie Hill has them out now, uh, but as far as everybody else, I mean, Vegas is always behind. I, I mean, I, that that's why you know I, I'm not long for for this state as far as living here. I mean, because we're just behind some of the. Uh, the other ones. In fact, somebody told me bet MGM put up some crazy win totals right now. And I looked and they're not up in that bet MGM in the state of Nevada. So I can't even drive down to Mandalay Bay and bet those. So I, I don't know. I'm guessing the first one, usually, uh, you know, last couple of years has been Willie Hill Caesars. They've been really good. They've been first to market a lot. Second one will be South point. I'm guessing right around Memorial day weekend for them. And then your circus and West gates of the world. That'll be June maybe even early July. They're just late to the party. But, you know, DraftKings is up. FanDuel is up for Power 5. Caesars, Bet Online is up. Uh, so, I mean, you've got multiple outs. You can get down at least on, on Power 5 as far as that goes. Uh, Aaron in, in the chat. How do you guys decide what percentage of bankroll to spend on win totals versus Game of the Year awards? Well, that's a good one there. Uh, it depends. I mean, I, I personally have the most success in win totals. So I probably most of my, you know, off season summer betting is going to be put forth on win totals. That'll be most of my bankroll that I have set aside for that. 
Uh, it just kind of depends. Uh, uh, awards, I mean, I don't do as much. I think you do a little bit more futures than me. I mean, I have bet nine guys to win the Heisman. We're talking, <laughs> you know, those nine guys are going to equate to maybe one team that I bet as far as the season win total. So uh, a lot more season win total as far as my overall betting percentage. I, I would say even compared to game of the years, even compared to early week one, uh, it's still greater than 50%, even comparing it to all that other stuff lumped together. Well, what uh, what's your portfolio look like? Yeah, you know, I mean, it used to be a uh, a larger percent whenever. Now, it, you know, it, it's just I, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a, it's it's harder to get you know a, a larger percent down on on some yeah. of this stuff. Um, so I usually center myself. I know you're a massive win total guy. I usually get uh, a little bit more picky with the win totals, uh, and then try and get in on the Heisman futures, the conference futures, and that, um, and, and then betting a little bit, you know, like larger of a. Uh, it, you know, a segment on my, you know, weekly uh, plays in that. But, hey, again, if you can get down on it uh, and you're comfortable, I, I mean, the bet, like like you say, if you can get down on it right now, it's going to be, you know, by the time the the circus and the, you know, the other places copy and stuff, yeah. you can get down larger amounts, they're going to be shaped a lot more because you got, you know, pay, you know, Mr. Powers over there. He's not waiting around for you to get uh, no. in there. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it obviously depends on the size of your bankroll, but usually, I, I mean, it's it's like anything. The earlier you can get in, the more edge you're going to have. So as long as you're comfortable tying it up, uh, hey, it's it's a good way to to get a bigger edge. Yeah, so I've been told by the bosses, i.e., the guys that got larger bankrolls than me, to keep it on the DL as far as you know not being hot and heavy. So yeah, I mean, it's tough to get down. I'm, we're struggling to get down some of the G five stuff. That's you know. And I'm not talking about one guy going to win. I'm talking about multiple guys going at once trying to get down. So, yeah, it's the game you got to play, the game within the game. You know, when do you, when do you, you know, enter the market? Uh, depend. Look, I'll, I'll say this to anybody. Depends on what your bankroll is. What are you comfortable with the betting? I mean, do, are you going to hold out? You're going to get less of an edge because you, you want to bet, you know, closer to the five figures? I mean, then, then you're going to have to wait until midsummer. If you're okay with nickels and dimes, it's even being a struggle to get to that at this point. I mean, that's kind of the max. But if you're a nickel dime guy, ah, fire away. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, begrudge anybody in that regard. So, uh, shout out to Joey Kanish. This is in the chat, Stephen Robinson, for the last episode saying that Alabama struck out on Spencer Pratt at quarterback. Things must be dire for Alabama when they're going after former MTV stars uh, <laughs> to play quarterback. And even they say no. Spencer. Uh, I, and I know you're along the same lines with this. I, I, the, I, I mean, I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this on a, like my biggest game of the year play right now is Texas versus Alabama. Um, I even added one to that, that more. I get it. The, the other day, um, I talking to a couple guys I work, I think that I know that there's still seven out there. There's still an eight and a half at one place out there. If, uh, you know, like uh, rhymes with, uh, you know, Jortnoy, uh, you know, in terms of a, a book that has over a touchdown on that one. And it's early. That one's not, you don't got to wait till November uh, on that one. If you're really, I mean, and that's, you know, one of the, and then September games. So Alabama's one of the, one of the bigger, I can't believe it. I don't, they don't have a quarterback. They just don't, you're not going out there and getting Travis Buckner if you're comfortable with your quarterback situation. So, um, yeah, yeah, he's explaining. Yeah, yeah I know, Michael. Probably just yeah. misspoke. You know what I mean. <laughs> I, was gonna, so I didn't like, know you were a reality guy. I, I you know, I had to listen. I didn't know you were, yeah, you know, doing a beach guy. I know you're close there, uh, but yeah. So to me, um, I, I uh, <laughs> that's I, I just think the Alabama fate is uh, 
is a way. I think they're inflated in the market still, and they're not that kind of team. Yeah, so I mean, this is probably the first time I've ever, I, in the saving era I took a position. Uh, Agreed. As far as season win total, I bet under ten and a half. So I'm I'm with you, Kanish. I bet under a season win total for Alabama. So uh, I think Texas is live. I think LSU is going to give them everything they could want. And then we, I think A and M is another team that, that I bet that game of the year against Alabama in that game. So uh, yeah, it's the first time I've had some anti-Alabama tickets at this time of the year. I, I can't remember that I've had something like that at this point because I'm always anticipating Alabama money to come in. So, I mean, what's the point? Uh, but, yeah, I, it looks – I wonder who was moving the Texas game. So, it looks like you got a nice piece there because that's moving uh, on the three or four books that have those up. Uh, I've seen some money creeping in on the Longhorns there. Uh, so, Alabama was a season win total, I bet. I bet like 65 or 70 of them at this point. Some not very strong – big positions. I'm waiting to get more and more down here. So we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, but that was one that I took. Uh, MGM, I see MGM must have just posted this. I'm going to have to look into this after the show. USC over 10 and a half wins, minus 200. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'd like to look at these. I did bet USC over nine and a half. Uh, I think like minus 130. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I made their season win total 10. They got some tricky road games, Oregon, Notre Dame, uh, where the games will be closer to pick, but they'll be favored in every other game. But, I mean, they still have to play Washington, Utah. So, I mean, it's not a slam dunk. But, yeah, over 10 and a half, I'd take the plus money. What's the straddle on those? I'm guessing that the, yeah, the, the take that, back the... isn't – is, you know, I'm guessing it's not plus 180. I'll put it that way. That's <laughs> Uh, that is the new. That also is the new thing that, where everyone that's opened the the is is adding a little bit of juice. Uh, which again, if you can get to, still an edge there, obviously, as you're saying, it's not it's not a reason not to bet it. But now it, it seems like the uh, the the new thing is to to open these with um, a little bit of added vig inside. So it is what it is. Yeah, I don't want to get too into these because I do want to get down, but MGM total of seven on AM. Yeah, over in that one, uh, to say the least. I bet over seven and a half. So that tells you yep, how much. Me I too. Do. That was yeah, the one so. I was I was good. We were gonna give them out on the show. Stevie W beat us to it. So uh yeah, I uh that was I like Texas A. Obviously, I mean we I talked about it on the show with the future, so obviously I like the, yeah, the regular we like season total over. So I'm not gonna get into too many more. Again, Kanish and I like the bet. We do like the bet. I mean I I'm not afraid to tout it up, but I, I do bet though, folks. Uh, so I, I will, I, I will, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into too many. Uh, I will mention one and I'm very high on this team. I, I mentioned on different shows and people ask me, well, what's one big takeaway from the spring that you took? Uh, one team that I didn't anticipate betting, you know, for or against, didn't know much about what was going on. Haven't thought really highly of them for the last couple of years. One team that really caught my eye watching a bunch of spring games was Cal. On mainly because they got a transfer quarterback from TCU. His name's Sam Jackson, dynamic athlete, uh, control the ball. He's not built great, but man, he can run and throw. They haven't had someone like that at Cal in forever. Um, they've been kind of a hard luck team, three and 12, the last 15 games and one score games. Why? Conservative offensive play calling and not no playmaker at quarterback. Well, they got rid of the offense coordinator. They bring in the Texas State head coach, Favitable, or however you say it. Uh, he uh, not had coaching material, but I think he's an okay offensive coordinator. And they're going to run tempo, so um, and they got a dynamic athlete. So Cal over four and a half is one that 
I really like it's still available a couple books out there. It's moved to five at a few, but I think there's at least two or three books out there that have Cal over four and a half. So that will be my best bet on today's show, Cal over four and a half. Not that I think they win six, seven games, but I think they they, they can win five and they'll flirt with ball eligibility. Did you have anything that you – I know you told me beforehand you don't want to give out too much. Is there any, like, best bet material for you, Kanish? No, I think, you know, with those that – I see you said that. Texas A&M 7.5 is still, is still pretty widely available around there. A couple of books have it, Joe, but I still see, a, like, a 7.5 minus 130. Um, I, I like that, you know, quite a – there's a couple also, like, in the Big 12 that all oh, yeah. of these, these, like, the teams that joined the conference – I thought had artificially like deflated wind to like a yep. Cincinnati opened up with like a four and a half at one. But so um, I play again, smaller stakes, couldn't get a ton down, but I, I thought the like even the Houston, the UCF, the Cincinnati, all of the adders to the big 12 kind of came in to a conference that um, as you see that uh, adjusting on there the fly go. there from one thirty to one sixty, just the way it goes on the show um, it is, if you can find out, a couple of these got bet up, but like a four and a half on Cincinnati, um, yep. I, I thought I liked the over there. I don't think, again, coaching change, new conference, all that to me, that's that, that's too low. Um, so I, I think and I thought that was a couple of situations with teams that got brought over to the Big 12 because Big 12, as we saw last year, uh, and even though we both like Texas, the like the the you know the two to, to whatever it is fifteen now there was there's not that much separation like you you've got you know like uh a, a touchdown or less of separation between you know a dozen teams so um I don't think it justified that much of a uh, a downgrade for for some of those newcomers from the AAC. I thought in the win totals markets the conference that was most mispriced was the Big Twelve. I had almost a bet on every single team and. I agree with you, Kanishan. I'm not saying that just to, you know, to agree. I'm not one of those guys, but I agree that there was way too much deflation for the newcomers. Even though I'm not a big fan of newcomers, I don't want to bet over a season win total with Dana Holgerson, but if you're going to give me a four and a half, sure, I'll take a piece of that. I mean, I, I made it five. Uh, Cincinnati doesn't have anybody back, but, I mean, four and a half? I mean, shoot, uh, again, thought it should have been at least five, if not five and a half on that one. UCF. Six and a half, that's the one team, and you mentioned this several weeks ago, there's going to be one of the four that I think can make some noise. It's UCF, just athletically. Uh, Yeah, over six and a half was a bet that I made. I thought that it should have been at least seven. So that's just a few of the bets I made. Again, I I made quite a few, but, yeah, I I agree with you. That conference was mispriced. Uh, So if you can get any of those, and and if you want to – I know I'm saying rapid fire here, speaking fast, but – re-listen to the show hit the smash that like button but uh yeah if you can find anything close to that uh go ahead i think there's edges there at least a half win half win to me is worth about 70 cents i don't know what, what, where you're at your your joey k's mathematical uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> database uh where you're at there but uh any other things that that have caught your eye it's kind of a, a slower period transfer portal slowed down i can tell you that i went through a bunch of teams, a group of five, anticipating that the win totals will open up. I got a feeling uh, week one's going to open up this week, so I'm kind of scrambling in that regard too. Okay, uh, it opened up last year this week, so um, and that was widely available. I'm not talking that one book had week one. I'm talking five or six books by the end of this week last year had week one up, and I'm talking every game. I'm not talking Florida State, LSU, just those types of games. I'm talking every game, so that's what I'm kind of anticipating here. Uh, 
anything else catch your eye in the last couple of weeks? Um, I not, nothing really big newsworthy for me other than just grinding away as far as doing work, man. Yeah, a couple, you know, like you said, some small uh, adjustments. I'm, you know what, like I'm excited. I think the next kind of ways, like where are a number of these key portal guys still going to land? I think you've got a number of guys in the portal that that kind of still looking for a home here. Uh, I, you know, I remember you, Keon Coleman, we've talked about a number of times, but a couple of quarterbacks as well. So a few chips still uh, still to fall here. And as you said, I think the, the most interesting is like, I really want to see how this this offseason ends up playing out to, to kind of affect offseasons going forward. I think you already mentioned it with the spring game. I think you mentioned it where like, God, you, you know what, I'll, I'll use the basketball example of Hunter Dickinson where he waited until a lot of rosters were set. Then yeah, he jumps point. in the portal and basically has a bidding war on himself and by all accounts landed himself a seven-figure NIL deal. And I, I don't think you have enough guys in football kind of leveraging that post-spring free agency period. So I, I think going forward, you're going to see some more key contributors uh, – you know, jump in after this spring window, especially if you're an offensive or a defensive lineman that everybody's looking yeah, for. Uh, I, I'll tell you, if if, if you're going to the, the Kanishi, uh, you know, agency, uh, I'm advising you to, uh, uh, and you don't got a great spot, I'm advising you to jump in after the spring and then say, yeah, show me the money. Yeah, because what we saw this past year, obviously, most of the best transfers moved on this summer. I get getting a jump start. You want to get in the spring and whatnot, but I think you're right. We'll see a few more high caliber transfers next year. Just, I mean, yeah. it's all about supply oh, and agree. demand. I uh, agree. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of demand when not a lot of supply uh, right now. So, uh, yeah, I like that, Kanish. I like thinking outside the box. A couple things in the chat Steve W, Kansas at six and a half. Yeah. Under six and a half was a bet that I made, one of my favorite ones. Uh, so I did bet that. Uh, that's widely available. Uh, you might, there's some heavy juice now on six and a half. But, again, I don't see him winning seven games. And Kansas obviously won six a year ago. A lot of guys back. I love their coach. But, again, I mean, they're not going to sneak up on anybody this year. Everyone's not going to circle W next to Kansas on their schedule. They'll take them seriously. And I just think Texas is better. Oklahoma's better. Kansas State's still better than Kansas. TCU is going to slip back. Uh, but I still think they're better. So they're kind of, you know, in that mix. I, I would have made that season win total closer to – you know, five and a half or six there. So, uh, and since we are talking Big 12, I guess we'll knock out the Big 12 today. Uh, uh, in the chat, thoughts on Baylor under seven and a half? Yeah, I bet it. Again, I'm closer to seven there. Uh, I don't know what happened with Baylor last year. That was an extremely disappointing team. Watched their spring game, didn't see it, especially at the quarterback position. Um, not a fan of the quarterback. Uh, and, I don't. I didn't see a lot of Jimmys and Joes. Let's put it that way, like I did some of the other teams. So under seven and a half for me there. Did bet it again. If there's one conference that was really mispriced, I thought it was the Big Twelve. Uh, Jacob Duffy in the chat. Big Ten chalky this year. Yeah, I think I think it's clear. Three great teams: Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Then I think there's at least a touchdown plus gap to your next group of teams. That being Wisconsin, you know, Iowa, Minnesota. Teams like that. So, uh, yeah, very chalky. I'm Unless you give me a really good hefty price, and keep in mind, Big Ten, no throwing away divisions, right? Not, the, the division. event, not this season, uh, going forward. So this season still got them after USC All and right. UCLA right, joined, then they're, then they're gone. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'll have to see some prices. I think Wisconsin is a team that 
I really wanted to buy. And then I watched their spring game, and I think there's going to be an adjustment. I did not realize that, you know, I think they should be running the football more. I'll just put it that way. And you wouldn't hear me say that. I think Wisconsin should run more. Well, when I watched in the spring game, I mean, going from running 50 times a game to throwing 50 times a game, um, there's going to be an adjustment period there where I, I, when you got Malusi and Braylon Allen in the backfield, I'm running the football still. I don't care what, you know, Levy wants to do offensively. So, or who is it over there? No, it's Longo. Levy's at Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, So that is it for me, man. I know you got a hard out. I mean, we hit a lot of, uh, you know, win totals here. Uh, Aaron Sullivan, some of the Pac-12s at eight and a half are fade worthy. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, five or six teams that are priced pretty high in the Pac-12. Somebody's got to lose. It's a zero-sum game. UCLA might, especially if they start building towards the future with Dante Moore. Uh, that might be a team. I didn't bet it, though. I didn't bet them under eight and a half. That's about where I priced that one. So uh, I didn't bet that one. I actually, I, The Pac-12 I thought was priced pretty accordingly other than I anticipated SC money to come in, so I bet over nine and a half. Uh, because if we talk transfer portal, there's one team that did really better themselves in the transfer portal at the line of scrimmage after the spring game. SC needed a need at offense and defensive line went out and got the best offensive and defensive lineman. So that, that I upgraded them in my power innings after the spring. Anything else, Kanish? No, I think that uh, wraps it today. And I think we'll have a more, uh, hopefully some more of these uh, can drop so we can get in uh, even some more windows totals uh, next show. Yeah. So guys, we will have a longer show next week. Hopefully some more stuff gets dropped. We'll, you know, again, we're busy betting this stuff. We'll get down. I mean, there'll be plenty of opportunities. Uh, so we will mention a lot more bets next week. We'll see what other type of markets get opened up, whether it's conference futures week one and whatnot. So we just thought, you know, it'd be good to do a show this week, give you a few uh, of the win totals that we have bet. And hopefully you listen to that. We'll say this, make sure you're subscribed to hit the books YouTube channel. So you get notified in real time whenever a new episode drops or we go live. If you do enjoy our content, please smash the like button. If you're listening in audio form, please rate and review it five stars. Kanish, any closing thoughts? No, I think that's a good uh, table setter there and uh, looking forward for more stuff to drop uh, and uh, as we get further into it. All right, man. For the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish. For Zach Phillips, our outstanding producer, I'm Brad Powers. You just watched Hit the Books on the Hammer Betting Network. Make sure you're following us on Twitter.